Hello, this is Voice Your Mind podcast from Listening. Welcome to our show where we talk about the unheard who have no one to share about their insecurities and past trauma or even having difficulty opening up to people when feeling down. On this show, we will be discussing everything about mental health, depression, and suicide. We listening are just ordinary people who are or were in your similar state and are currently encouraging ourselves and learning to improve our state of mind. So here we are taking a step towards motivating you to get better with us every day of the week. So without any further delay, let's get started with the episode. Hello and welcome to the show. Our today's guest is Tim Mikarty and he is the host of 20 Minutes Podcast. And today our main topic is is to actually discuss about actually firstly learn about him and then discuss about different ways to different ways of actually overcoming our depression or uh suicidal thoughts. And so I I'm very sure our conversation will be very interesting. Conversation or discussion will be very interesting. And a short uh, telling a bit about his podcast which is 20 minutes podcast it is also based on mental health it is focused on mental health and humor and sight and personal stories and it's roughly 20 minutes that's why it is called 20 minutes podcast so saying all that we are starting right now let's break this break the stigma related to mental, mental health so how are you doing today i'm doing good man thank you for having me on how are you doing today i'm doing great great what time is it over there right now? It is 10, 10 at the night. Oh, geez. It's 12 o'clock in the afternoon here. How's the future looking over there? Is it good? It seems good. It seems good at the moment. As of now, I'm not sure what will happen. Fantastic. But yeah, thank you for having me on, man. It's a pleasure. Okay. Okay. So let's get started with our discussion. So firstly, so tell me about your like past traumas or like uh, that would be everything like tell me your story and any other traumas or i don't know why trauma sounds so bad but yeah it does trauma. doesn't it it does for some reason <laughs> like, but traumas are good though to have i think it's just a weird word we should try to find a different word to use but yeah i do i do like that but yeah my childhood was just like middle class american um uh, I had tr- I had troubles learning as a young kid because I had seizures, so I think that helped, had a had an issue with my mind growing up. My I was always curious. I was always a different way of thinking. High school is when I realized I was kind of different. Like my thoughts weren't the same as everybody else. I'm like, wait, these are really messed up thoughts, and no one else has them. Then college is when I started to really realize that I'm like, oh, like there's an issue, and then. I would just kind of push it away with like doing drugs and alcohol and just like suppressing it. And like growing up for me, like I'm not that old, I'm 35, but growing up, you always just have that mentality of like, you're a man, like swallow it, just like don't show it, man up. And uh, a lot of people do that and they still do that. And it's tough for a guy to be vulnerable and uh, be out there. So a lot of things led, led to like my moment. I was always depressed here and there, and I was that guy in school, and you'd see me. I'd be like a clown with a mask on, and I'd be like, hey, I'm so happy. But then like, I'd go home and take it off and just be crying the whole time. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that was pretty much my story leading up to uh, kind of where I am now. And then uh, my suicide attempt in 2019 uh, was like my wake-up call and kind of like my turning moment of uh, how I, I am here today talking with you, my friend. 
okay that was a very brief but straight like a very long period of time yeah yeah okay so i i actually have seen people exactly in a situation which are like not in, yeah there i had guests which who i had one guest who committed tried to commit suicide 23 times yeah that's, that's crazy sad. yeah th- yeah that's sad uh, in a way that's sad and that's good in a way like she's better now but still is still yeah. a, and st- but still is in one of the is still in that state is is in in the overcoming state so that's bad in a, in a way or that's good in a way yeah fighting over that is very tough it's and a lot of people just have the like yeah suicidal ideation too where they think about it all the time i still think about it i'll be driving down the street i'm like oh today would be a lot easier if i just rolled off the highway and i and i just ended it you know what i mean so yeah there's definitely like um it's kind of like the appetizer like oh i'll just i'll just have a couple nibbles of this thought but then like some people get to that main course and they just like say screw it like i'm gonna do it so power to anybody that uh that gets through it uh on the good end yeah absolutely absolutely uh so before like going at at the suicide suicide like talking about suicide uh let's start from the start uh where where you where you said like you were just like a regular middle class um american so so uh growing up in a regular state so how did your life affected your mental health my life was like good growing up uh it was like because i had friends uh, like i had a mother that like raised me really well i had nothing to complain about but i was like just an angsty teen still like anybody's like that like oh i can be better that can be better and it's i and it was fine like my life growing up was great and it wasn't even i I didn't really blame anybody i I blame myself all the time i would try to find people to blame but like it would come back to me like wait that's my issue i can't i can't blame other people's actions for the way i react so when someone says something to you you're going to react in any way and it's my choice to make that reaction i can't blame somebody for the way they are and i can't ask somebody to change the way they are for me to make me happy we have to make ourselves happy uh, and it's very tough. I don't know what real happiness is, even is still, but I know being alive and making people smile and laugh that that makes me that makes me happy. And so I think friends, family growing up is what is what kept me going. Because if it, like my world outside of my brain is pretty awesome. It's just the it's like my brain has foggy glasses and I kind of can't see what's great around me. And I think I don't deserve a lot of it. And I think um, I'm just in it at the right place at the right time. But saying you're, like saying confidently, like, oh, my life is awesome is very awkward to say, isn't it? Like no one walks around like like you sound like a jerk being like, yeah, I'm pretty awesome. Everyone's going to be like, uh, no, no, you're not. But deep down, we are listen. We're, we all have great lives that we live like you, you included. OK, so I it, it's a weird thing. I go, uh, go out like I say this out loud that, yeah, I'm awesome. My life is awesome. So I say it out loud. So that that that's that's something I'm not ashamed about, not a bit. Good. Like not even a bit ashamed about. Okay. So, so why did you had this thought that saying this out loud that my life is awesome or I am doing awesome is bad or like it's 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 like showing arrogance. So why did you even have this thought? Uh, that's a good question. I, I just never felt that I was good enough. I think um, 
I was always that kid in school that didn't really get A's and B's. I was a C's and D's get degrees type of guy. I just never was like the guy that got to that level. Like I would always need extra help because I'm diagnosed with ADHD, bipolar type two and anxiety. So my ADHD really constricted me to like do really well. So I just never felt that confidence in me. And I knew how to make people laugh and I was confident in that. So I just, I, I just never wanted to be like a, sounded like I was cocky because there's a difference between cocky and confidence, obviously, but there's that fine line that we need to walk on so we're not like one or the other. And I, I try to do that, and some days I do. Like, I take my medicine, I'm like, wow, I'm feeling great today. Life is great. But you probably you do it in a good way that it motivates you. You're like, oh, my life is great. You're not walking around the street stopping some guy and be like, hey, how's your life? Because mine's great. You know what I mean? Like, I know what you're doing. I wish I do do that sometimes. Not I don't go up to people and be like, hey, my life's great. But I... I I like being around people like you that that promote that and I like that. I'm envious of that. I wish I could do that all the time. And uh like with my mind and my depression and stuff, it's it's hard to do, but you got to keep reminding yourself that uh it does get better. Okay, so this is something to note down is okay, say that my life is great and awesome. However, don't stop people randomly on the street and say, "Hey, my life is great and awesome. How's yours?" Like that 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 is a bit weird. Yeah, we, super weird. <laughs> okay, just just imagine the situation where you're walking down the street and you, you see five people and you run up to them and say, "Hey, my life is awesome. How are yours?" I might try <laughs> they, that they, later. That'd be super <laughs> weird. <laughs> I'll report back and and I probably come back with a bunch of bruises on my face. <laughs> okay, so you so Okay, that's a good aid. Do take um, have make an insurance just before doing that. Like that yeah. would be that would be a safe thing to do. Okay, hundred percent, absolutely. Okay, mo- moving on to that. So confidence is actually a big thing. So what what did you say? Um, uh, let's talk about ADHD and bipolar. So what is yeah. ADHD, ADHD, and what is a bipolar type two or like bipolar in general? What is it? So bipolar is this type one and type two and to like explain it in like a decent way uh, for people that don't know. So bipolar one and two are very similar, but bipolar one lasts longer. We get into these mood swings um, where it is mania and depression. Mania is looks like false happiness and joyfulness. Like you have overconfidence. You you think of all these like irrational ideas that you think you can get done. So when I'm manic, I will make uh I will make promises that I won't keep. I will make up ideas that we're going to do. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go build a doghouse today. And then I, I realize, like, I don't even know how to use a tool, let alone do I even own a dog. Like, you just make up these, like, big scenarios that you want to do. So with me being bipolar type 2, that only lasts, like, probably, like, a couple hours, maybe a day. And then depression will hit where, like, I get hits waves of depression pretty quickly and my moods go back and forth. The thing with bipolar type 1 people is that could last like a week. They could be in a, a hypomanic state all week, and then they can just be crashing down with depression. So mine, you know like when someone's on life support and it goes like beep, beep? So like mine sometimes just goes up and down like crazy because like my mood can't be stabilized unless I take my medication, which uh, I take a thing called Lamictal, which is like a mood stabilizer. So like picture that beep, beep machine. It's going crazy. It kind of caps that off. I'm not cured. I'll never be cured, and I'm I, I'm okay with that, and I understand it. But at least I can manage it. 
Though, yeah, bipolar type 2, I like to explain myself like I'm the Incredible Hulk where I'm Bruce Banner, but I can't control it. So sometimes I will feel like I'm the smartest guy and doing things and then something bad will happen and I will get so mad and just anger. Like I won't smash things, but I'm definitely mentally a different person. So that's like the best way I try to describe it. So like I always I always feel for the Incredible Hulk when I watch him. I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. I get his whole deal. Um, and then with ADHD, attention deficit uh, hyperactivity disorder, um, it used to be called ADD. And that's like, I guess um, it doesn't go by that anymore. So like a lot of people will just use that. Uh, just like in a casual conversation when they can't pay attention, like, oh, I have ADD. I'm like, well, you really don't because you're not even diagnosed. So I always had it in school, as you can tell if anyone's watching this or you talking to me. I have a tough time making eye contact with people, and I feel like I'm disrespecting people, but I'm not. I'm looking at a bunch of different things at once. I want to get everything done. I'm thinking about the future right now. I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat. I'm thinking about when I'm going to take my dogs out. Like, I'm doing a million things in my head right now, but I'm still engaged to you. So, to go another Marvel route, ADHD, I feel like I'm Doctor Strange. I feel like I'm doing all these different outcomes of, like, all these possibilities that could happen right now. Like, my Wi-Fi might go down. Your Wi-Fi might go down. My computer might blow up. You can think about, like, all these crazy things in your mind, and I, like, visualize them. And then there's all these other things with it, too. It's like... I am not making good eye contact, but that doesn't mean I'm not disrespecting you. So I, I, it's tough at like job interviews and stuff. And it's like, do I tell somebody I have ADHD? It's like, you don't have to tell work, but it's like, do I want to tell them so they know why I'm a weirdo? You know what I mean? But both of these, both of these like uh, mental health disorders, you can, you can kind of spin them into positives in a way like ADHD. I'm very, um, creative. I have like a, a creative mind. Um, I'm very curious about things. I like to look at things outside the box. Like if I if there's a route somewhere and I know it gets me from point A to point B, I still kind of want to know what it's like to go over to point C before I get to that point, just to see what it would be like. Uh, bipolar type two uh, kind of uh, kind of stinks to have, especially when you have a good mood uh, and then you don't really have a good mood or you go to a bad mood. It's like when you go to work and I'm like the class clown. I make everyone laugh. I'm in a good mood. So when I have that wave of depression, people are like, oh, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm like, I'm just having a bad day. So it's like that even gets me more angry. And then like you just have to like hold it in and not show it because I'm at work. Um, but yeah, juggling those two uh, at the same time uh, can be a lot. And uh, these days I'm like, I just want to give up, not even like in life. But like I'll be like, I don't want to do anything. I want to delete my podcast. I want to like sell the house. Like I just always just want to make it worse for myself for no reason whatsoever. Okay, a few questions actually popped in my mind while you're saying yeah. saying those. Uh, first up, so they what's the, actually the difference between like there are people who are very ambitious, right? Yeah. Who are very ambitious and they're constant constantly learning things and and what do you call it? Like at at like working on things, simply. Yeah. Okay, so the way do you like describe uh, describe that to me? Like uh, uh, by that I mean. Uh, bipolar type two, like the way you describe in the in the hype stage, so you become very um, motivated and, and stuff for a short period. Or in case of type one, it is a longer period, can be weeks or months. I'm not sure yeah, if it's so bipolar. Months. Yeah, so uh, in that case, it's a longer period of time. Okay, so how can a some how can someone actually understand if they have bipolar or not? In case, uh, or if they're very ambitious, so 
in my case i'm wearing patches i'm not sure if i have have it or not i i don't know because i don't feel it right um it's definitely tough i obviously you have to be diagnosed by a professional i i there might be signs that um that could be symptoms that you know like if you if you're really easy aggravated um go back and forth easily if you're not like eating properly if um not sleeping properly like those are those are things if there's something out there that's affecting your mindset and sleep sleep is so important if you're not getting enough sleep you will know if i don't get enough sleep and i maybe forget to take my medication i am a monster like i need my sleep like everyone needs a good sleep and i need my medication but there'll be things where like there's like little things too that's it's super funny that like uh comes with like being bipolar there's like a thing it's like uh doing risky behaviors and one of those is like you have a gambling problem and like i like to gamble don't get me wrong like sometimes i'll wake up like i'm going to the casino i'm playing blackjack and like you might make a big bet and like that's part of like someone's bipolar brain which is like a negative where it's like risky behaviors or like some people have risky behaviors sexually and they'll like call up like hookers and strippers and like have sex with them like unprotected sex like that's part of their brain so if like you're kind of noticing that type of stuff like oh my god like seeing those symptoms and if you line up to like a lot of those symptoms like not eating doing promiscuous things um being agitated about the littlest things self-awareness is a tough thing to learn but when you learn it it makes life a lot easier and you don't make excuses as much but i would just suggest anybody that has like just even going on google but like don't diagnose yourself because i know a lot of people will go on like webmd and be like oh i got a scratch on my arm must mean i'm dying but always like seek the professional you know what i mean just definitely seek professionals but always check like um always just check, check symptoms and talk to other people like like i've met i've met a lot of friends on uh, on doing my podcast and we stay in contact and one of the women uh had the same type of bipolar with me and i was explaining it to her she was like i've never talked to anybody about this and you're the way you're explaining it and feel i feel the same way so it's good to find like a community like that and you can find that anywhere like Go on, like even if you, someone doesn't have a close relative or friend to talk to, there's like countless spaces online that people will help you out. Okay, so I, the, the, this this is something we have to do, like like yeah. getting people aware of those spaces because people don't know about it. Like there yeah. are spaces. Uh, that's one thing. The thing is, the the way you describe bipolar, I, a few things is similar to me. But I, I still don't think I have bipolar or not. I, I don't think that I have bipolar. Like, I, because there are some down periods. But, like, that those are not long. Like, I... I uh, so, is bipolar... Uh, how does the bipolar actually feel? So, the, uh, for me, sometimes it feels like not bipolar, like my, my, my mind. So, it feels mm. like the, uh, two personalities... Two personalities battling each other sometimes it feels yeah um that's i i, I kind of know what you're explaining i think the battling when i think of the battling two personas i i think of more schizophrenia where you actually think you're two different people so like i know you're not saying that but it's like i, I feel like that is a like a, a a feeling that people with bipolar do have where they do feel like they're two different type of people and i think it's the same per, it's like two people with the same brain almost where like they know what's going on it's like the movie get out have you seen the movie get out where they're okay so in the movie um he's contr he's like brainwashed but he's in this person's body 
and he can see everything going on, but he can't control it. That's pretty much like what it feels like when I'm in different states where like, I know what I'm doing and I can't stop doing it. I can't stop feeling this way. It's tough to calm myself down. You have to find like little things that like kind of bring you back down to earth. Um, but yeah, it does. I, I know what you're saying. It's like, I do kind of feel like two different people, but it doesn't like switch as quickly as it, as it would if you had like schizophrenia, I feel like. Um, but yeah, I don't, how's that mental health care system where you are? Is it like somebody you can go to and talk to, or have you gone to try to get diagnosed on it? I have not actually. So I've talked with a lot of people, like a lot of people as in I, in the process, like in the process of discovering myself. So I'm in yeah, the yeah. process and I'm like, like in the process for years, but like uh, deeply in the process for months now. Months as in, I, I think it's deeply in since last year or so. Uh, yeah. So in, in the process, I talked with a lot of people, not professional mental health or psychologists, men, yeah. mental health psychologists or psychiatrists. Like I haven't talked with them uh, about like specifically my state, how I'm doing or not. So yeah. I, I've talked, I've talked with psychiatrists or psychologists, psychologists on podcast. Yeah. Like, uh, you're not a professional, but there are professionals who were in it. Um, so I never mentioned it, how it feels, but they have said like, a, it is a normal state. It, it does not mean that you will have schizophrenia if you have that, right. because many people have that, like many people yeah. have that who are perfectly fine. Yeah, I think it's too, it's like, um, like, like anyone can have mood swings and they can be like, oh, I think I have bipolar. So it's, it's kind of like the same thing when people think they have OCD because they organize things it's like no you you might have tendencies of ocd but you don't have ocd i think that comes with like everything else with like bipolar where people think they have the mood swings like oh you're being bipolar it's like no i'm just having a bad friggin day um so yeah definitely it definitely it takes a lot i think what you should do if you don't have it if you don't already do you should take it you should make a journal every day of like what you're feeling in your thoughts so when that day comes you can be like oh this is my mood on december 10th but then on december 11th i felt like this so at least you have something to go back on if you ever do go to like an uh, official appointment you can like kind of give them a, a a dna of uh where you come okay so i have to try that so i never did journaling so far like in my life uh, i wrote stuff but not in a way of journaling in the aim that how i'm feeling or not like that's a different yeah i feel like that thing. i feel like it's a good idea for everybody like i i'll do it sometimes and uh just to keep myself like don't forget this because even if like i don't know what type of phone you have but all of our phones have like a notepad on you like don't have to sit there and like write like a journal like you're like dear diary like today i, <laughs> I fell down i did dear diary I, fit, I went up to a homeless guy and asked him how his day was and i said my day was great um but yeah, that's not a bad idea, man. And, and even doing the podcast, you have visual visual evidence of what you've already talked about. So there's definitely like a uh, a track of uh, of your records here. Yeah, so I'm pretty ho like I, I'm not sure if I have it, have any mental health uh, disorders or like any mental health issues. I'm not sure about it because it's pretty consistent. It's pretty consistent now, on the positive side. Now let me ask you: What makes you interested in mental health? What what do you, what makes you start this podcast and want to talk to everybody? Okay. Um, now I'm interviewing you, pal. Now you got to answer my <laughs> questions. This is my turn. <laughs> but what you're doing is a great thing, man. Regardless of what your yeah. answer is, 
the great thing that you're doing. I'm just super curious that you're you're somebody that's trying to find themselves in in, in a positive way, and uh, and that stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm super curious about your story, man. Okay, this is this is actually I'm not sure if if this is interesting or not yet. <laughs> yet as of now, I don't know yet. Uh, okay, so I was uh, so I started my business in 2020, just the day after we had. Log actually the the day before on sixteen we had lock lockdown since seventeen of March yeah and on sixteen I started my one one of my businesses and and I didn't know shit I didn't know shit it's obvious it's obvious it's a first time thing yeah so I, I had to talk to a lot of people and I didn't know a lot number of people. So, like every single other business person, I went to a state where uh, I was actually internally internally suffering because there was no support and yep. there was like not not enough people were responding. Like there was not a positive or uh, like or a, a, anyone who would consistently like it, this was in different periods of time. I had a mentor in time. I had multiple mentors at a time, but I'm saying like if you feel in a state where you feel there's no hope. Okay, like I I I felt that state, and because of family issues and family pressures, and also I had to move to another city, like not and I see I I call it a village, but yeah. So like from my place where I'm I'm currently based in Dhaka, I had to move to Rashahi. Then I, especially during that, that that time, I moved to Russia in October to um, March of this year, like last year, October to this year, March. Okay. And during that period, I also didn't have a friend there. Mm-hmm. I didn't go yeah. outside. So there were no one, to talk, no one to talk with. And so during that time, so... I all I I had suicidal thoughts like not on just that period but uh when when I was in Rashahi but also before that so I I just I sat and like thought reflected on what happens in the past like not just uh yeah. in, a, in a day so I I had suicidal thoughts uh so like a lot of suicidal like in a consistent way like a day after day, day in and day out. Not just when I was in Russia, but when I was in Dhaka, I'm currently in Dhaka, but as well. So, this state, like, uh, I fell in this state multiple, multiple times, periodically. This is cycle, like this is a cycle yeah. there. And there, uh, there were a number, number of things that I was running from. Number, of th- I'm not gonna mention which are. Uh, yeah, yeah. As of I'm now, yeah, yet, as of yet. Okay, so there were a number of things that I, there are a number of hard conversations that I need to have that I was running from. There are number, there are number of things that were happening that I was running from. So after reflecting on this thing, I realized that there are other people who are in the same state as me, cause. Although if nothing was working out in the in, in that time, I I'm not I'm go, not gonna say like things are like sh- 
going over the roof right now but still like yeah, learning yeah. from me so uh, in that process or like in, at that time i already had the realization after reading a lot of books that people are similar and people have similar state yeah like they're they very similar like and different stages they behave in the it's almost like in the same way like almost in the same way and they have these cycles and stuff okay so two things you can do at the, at the time either you die you die that's it like mm-hmm. or two you can help those people right who are suffering so so that is when i started reading books i procrastinated that that's happened so i did not did didn't do anything when i was i was in rashi so i came uh, yeah. came in dhaka uh, came in dhaka on march and after a few weeks actually yeah i uh, actually yeah maybe yeah in march or or the beginning of april i joined a program which is called white uh program of awareness 360 uh which is uh which is called ydp or like a ydp program which was a 15 week program for educating youth youth about mm. different things like educating youth about, about like funding and stuff uh running a non-profit fundraising and stuff so it was a 15 week program once a week for 15 weeks i joined it and on may uh so at the end of the program so they had one thing that if you want to be a part of that uh, a fellow sorry if you want to be a fellow of awareness uh, 360 uh, which is actually, which is pretty known at right now they yeah then you have to start a project like a project which is part of awareness 360 so at that time i i named i i thought of this hey there are people i i personally face this state so what can be a project i can do okay great so this is something that i can do people are suffering from insecurities and stuff i literally load i just i had this thing in it there are two two things i can work on is like insecurities of people or like the injustice is happening right now these two things yeah Okay, these are the two things that I, I can work right now. So I thought like did this. So there are two things, right? So let's name the project Project I I I I as in like the insecurities and injustice. Like that's it. There is no uh, other 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 thing or meaning behind it. Then after a period of time, like uh, uh, like it was a, a just a few days. It was not. a very long time but just a few days within a few days uh, i thought a lot about it and realized no i'm i will not go under in, under any organization to work on this so that's when i decided to just uh plan things out uh, a, a bit i didn't had any planning process and any prior planning going on before that yeah okay so i planned things out and just started reaching out to people and like posting on places 
about hey um i want to work on this i want to help people sharing securities do you want to join the team yeah okay great so i gather a number of people a lot of people join a lot of people <laughs> and then this got started and oh, what's this i changed the name of the project i i to listen in so now listening started with this aim that a single aim to help people share the insecurities and create a safe place to 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 do that that's awesome i like what you're doing man that's like kind of like almost the same story i had starting i just wanted to help other people and talk with other people because we're all yeah. people forget that they're not alone yeah absolutely and so i had to be flexible with the things we were doing because uh, uh, uh like how, why do i say that uh, i uh, like this knowledge is also from books i always be strict with the aim and flexible with the uh the methods you do like every every single one, one say that mm-hmm. says that so that's why i started i mean bangladesh show the i mean bangladesh show the language is bangla uh, here okay so i started two podcasts right now so two will be launched today or tomorrow today today is that's some that's what i'm trying to do so like today is 21st here yeah. 21st of october yeah so today or tomorrow so i'm trying to do it today so uh two podcasts will be launched today from today and uh, weekly posts are going forward like i don't know like august 12th is the day when we launch as a non-profit and will nice. it will stay a non-profit like forever i don't know awesome yeah so that's great, man. yeah that's it and in the in the future like trying to create a forum and stuff like trying to create a forum because i want to make a, it a two-way thing where people yeah. will be one they're sharing their stories two the other people who have similar stories are like uh can help them yeah because yeah that's, people are similar because because they're they're similar see it's it's a sim- simple process that i went through you went through you know yeah. how things work i know how things work and we both are figuring things out yeah that's that's the game plan look where we are now we're meeting each other yeah see it's working the whole thing's working see yeah that's that's all the story that there is that's perfect i like that story it's a good thing man you're doing a great thing yeah seriously so now let's jump back to your story so i i've said a lot a lot yeah sure <laughs> it's all right okay okay so about your uh so we talked about bi- bipolar and adhd so growing up you, you said after just after uh getting into adulthood you realize you know that the things are not working correctly like the things are wrong things are wrong before you, before 2019 you had you already knew it so tell me about, about that state uh what like when i was like in college that area or like getting uh, to that point yeah yeah college yeah. or when you realize that things are wrong before 2019 yeah i knew um so like in high school probably junior senior year 2003 2004 is when i realized i had like undiagnosed adhd just by the way i was acting and 
it wasn't really like um, diagnosed back then. It was tough to be diagnosed with uh, the drugs they would use. So everyone back then was just like, oh, that's just the way he is. Like that's he's just like, oh, like that's how all boys are. They're just like off the wall zany or whatever. So then, like I just like when you get out of high school, it's like you like life hits you in the face, and like I wasn't really ready for it. Like living on my own and dealing with finances and just like real stress with like relationships, money, jobs, like everything. So around then I was like, yeah, life kind of like sucks. Like it's hard and it's not easy and, and you got to figure things out on your own. And that's how I used to do it. And I would just like find voids to fill it all in. And like, again, I would like be drinking and just doing like anything in the mid twenties would like someone in their mid twenties would do is just party and party. But then there comes a time you're like, man, I got to like figure out my life. I can either go down this road or this road. And I started to get better jobs and, and I still, I still wasn't finding my happiness. So I would go to different therapists at first. I was on different meds and like, I wasn't even going to a therapist at that point. Like my own doctor was just prescribing me meds and he wasn't really like, um, it was like my primary doctor. And it's like, he wasn't trained to deal with like mental health issues. He's trained to like, if I have like a hurt elbow or something, you know what I mean? So the mental health care system out here is very frustrating and it's a long road to battle. So I see why a lot of people give up and don't want to go do it. And I was always kind of against it all. And then once like things got really bad, that's when I finally went and got it. I, I think everybody should do therapy, even if it's once a year and they don't think they have mental health issues because it's always good to talk to somebody that is not associated with you in your life. It takes a, it's like somebody... It's like showing somebody your movie. Like you give them your movie and you're like, oh, what do you think of this? Like, what do you think of this scene? Like, oh, well, I would have like opened up your brain in this way or like thought about this. It's like no one's going to solve your problems. But when you say things out loud, like you say like, oh, my life is awesome. When you say that to somebody else and they can react to it and say like, hey, my life sucks. Uh, what do you think? And they're like, well, let's try to fix this X, Y, Z. So, yeah, that was kind of like my whole journey. It was just kind of like battling and just like kind of um, – stuffing everything down until it overflowed okay so very base of you're in base of usa or canada sorry. i know i'm in not uh, boston massachusetts usa yeah okay you're in basing in usa so so if you think that a mental health state like care is bad there it's fucked up here yeah, I bet. Nothing. I there's imagine. nothing. Like there's literally nothing. We have a population of 200 million, like almost or actually more than that, and yeah. there are just 500 psychologists and psychiatrists combined. Like 500, like not more than that. Yeah, that's uh, that's not good math. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's our word. Like crazy bad, man. Crazy bad. Like, yeah. Okay. So. So that was one of the motivations. I, I wouldn't say that was a motivation at that time, but I realized, I realized this was a fact. So, yeah, if, oh yeah. You, and this is just about this country, and there are other countries where the, the system is like a lot worse than this. Right. Oh yeah, that's it's tough. It's tough for everybody. That's that's very unfortunate to hear. It is tough for everybody. Like that's the issue. Like that's a major issue. And you, you and I are working on it. That's that's the most awesome thing. So we yep. have actually run out of time today. That's a really bad thing. Okay, so we have to end shortly. But before ending, so tell me yep. shortly about. I, I should have like kept time for it. But tell me shor shortly about uh, 
the incident that happened in 2016, uh, 2019, sorry. So you tried to like, commit suicide and what changed actually? What changes did you, like what steps did you take to actually make yourself better? Yeah, so quickly in that moment that I was going to do it, my uh, everyone has those like a little incidents when they're about to kill themselves, I feel like, where like someone knocks on the door or someone calls you. I was standing there and my cat like woke me up. Like she like hit my legs and I was like, oh. And I was like, oh, I need to feed you. Like I was more worried about my cat going like starving to death than me. So then I started to pull myself out and realize what was going on. So my job knew what was up. My wife knew what was up. So I went and got help. Then once I started getting on meds and therapies, when I when I opened up to friends finally and family, when I was like so embarrassed to be like so vulnerable about what what happened and why I'm so weak, and just the, the support system by everybody I had was uh, was fantastic. It made me feel great. They told me to wear it. Um, it was awesome. So like I actually got a tattoo uh, on my chest of a it's a half smiley face, half uh, happy face, uh, ha- smiley and sad face. So. To show that I have bipolar, so I'm not afraid to wear it and show people that 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 that's what makes me. So just having a support system really kept me going, and uh, just positive things in life. I would always just reach out to friends and practice what I preach, being like, "Oh, I would love for someone to reach out to me," and I would do the same uh, on my end. But yeah, just I, I'm just so thankful for medication, therapy, family, and friends to keeping me somewhat sane. Okay, that's really great, and that's really good. As in, like, good, you are alive. That's the most important thing. Thank you. Right? Thanks, brother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have run out of time. We sh- could have like talked lot, lot more. And I'm, I'm no, I, I know, like, we sh- could have like talk, talk lot more. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, this was Tim McCarthy. She is a host of uh, Twenty Minutes Podcast, and it is a, and the podcast is also focused on mental health. And so he he actually talks a lot, like in a humorous way, and so I'm pretty sure a lo- the people who will listen to this podcast will lo- love that podcast as well. So it that will be tw- those are like 20 minute podcasts, 20 minute episodes. So you will in have a good return on investment on your time. Yeah, if you don't, if you, if people that don't really like podcasts that that much, it's very quick, 20 10 minutes. Tuesdays and Thursdays, come get a laugh about me being depressed. It's great. <laughs> yeah, so that's about it for today. And uh, this was your host, Mahmoud. And we don't have actually anything else today. Signing off. Bye. And that's the end of today's episode. I know taking action is quite a hard job to do. So I hope the advice and insights we got today will help you to take the leap of faith and pursue your dreams. You can share your story with us through the first link in the description box and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on the Apple Podcast. We will come back with another episode till then keep healing, learning and growing. Thank you.